some soul today. Oh, teach me, Lord Good morning. Welcome, everyone, to uh, our series of episodes called Leading Others to Christ. Uh, and this is our first episode today. And my name is Dan Barker. I preach for the Creekside Church of Christ in Franklin, Indiana. And those of you that know me know that I have a passion uh, for evangelism, a passion for leading others to Christ. And uh, ever since I became a Christian, I've uh, always tried to learn and listen to others that, that are doing this and to learn better how I can improve and how I can reach others, how I can teach others. So that's the theory behind this, uh, is that we're going to try to reach out to people all over the, the country, but perhaps even the world, and find out how they're doing what they're doing. Because there's a lot of people out there that, uh, that are focused on evangelism. But unfortunately, there are many that are not. And so one of the goals with this series of, of uh, episodes here is to try to, is try to stir people up, if you will. Uh, our theme this year at Creekside is Hearts on Fire. And so I want to try to find those out there that where their hearts are on fire and see what we can learn from them. So we're excited today. Our first interview, episode number one, uh, is the fellow that you see there, Mr. Benjamin Lee uh, from Louisville. Is that right? Louisville, Texas. That's correct. Well, good. Well, welcome, Benjamin. And uh, it's an honor for us that you're here. And why don't we just start out with this? Why don't you give us a little background of who you are, where you were born, where you're from, and kind of, kind of uh, help everybody know more about Benjamin? Sure. Well, first of all, I just want to say thank you, Dan, for uh, for having me. And uh, this is a uh, great privilege to to be a part of this. And I think this is going to help out a lot of people. So uh, I'm Benjamin Lee. I am uh, 41 years old. I am currently preaching in uh, Louisville, Texas, at the West Main Church of Christ. Um, originally, I was born and raised in central Illinois, in Urbana, Illinois. So I was raised there and I went to the University of Illinois and majored in kinesiology. That seems like a, a long, long time ago. Uh, so I graduated in uh, 2000. And then uh, in 2001, I got into pharmaceutical sales. I did that for about eight years and I worked with Pfizer Pharmaceuticals. So that moved me to Rockford, Illinois. And it was there in Rockford, Illinois that I really started thinking about preaching uh, full time. It would take me about eight years to um, to eventually make the decision, but there was a preacher there that had a lot of impact on me. We moved to Columbia, Missouri, uh, I think 2005 or 2006, and I uh, had a promotion with Pfizer, and we were worshiping at the East Side Church of Christ there in Columbia, Missouri. The preacher left uh, after the first year we were there, so they started looking for another man to fill in, and that's where I got some more opportunities uh, me and another brother filled in, and uh, the brethren there were really patient uh, with me because I had no idea what I was doing. Um, <laughs> but it was there that I, you know, I, I started thinking more about uh, getting into preaching full time. So fast forward a couple of years in uh, 2008, I was pretty close to making the decision. 2009, uh, there was a uh, a big um, um, a layoff within uh, the company, and so I got severed. And I had actually talked to the shepherds there about my next step. I knew by then that I wanted to, to preach full time. And I also knew that I needed a lot of help because um, I, I really didn't know what I was doing. So I had a passion for it. We had set up some things 
uh, on campus at the University of Missouri there uh, with respect to evangelism and some other community studies, but I just needed some structure. So that's where they introduced me to uh, Dallin Road Church of Christ in uh, Beaumont, Texas. So uh, I ended up getting um, hired there and I went through the preacher training program there with Max Dawson and David Banning. So that was from 2009 to 2011. Uh, so that was a tremendous blessing, and we ended up staying there where I was working there full-time until uh, 2018. So uh, while we were there, uh, we had a, our son, Joshua. He's eight years old, and, uh, and so um, we stayed there for about eight years, eight and a half years, and then we moved here in uh, March of 2018. All right. Well, that's, that's great. You did good there, bringing us up to speed. <laughs> I, learned, I learned some things there that I didn't know. Uh, uh, but uh, that this is really good. One of the things that I want to really have to try to focus on with this series is on uh, how to lead others to Christ. Uh, and there's uh, be a whole other discussion about uh, edification for Christians and, and mm. teaching, you know, like classes for Christians. And, uh, and obviously that's a necessary part of our work as well. But this is all geared toward how to reach others that, that don't know Christ, how to reach others that are, uh, as the scriptures talk about, that are lost. Jesus said he came to seek and save the lost. Uh, he, before he ascended back to heaven, he gave the charge of the Great Commission to go, to go, we can talk about that a lot, go and, yeah. and, make, and make disciples. Mm -hmm. uh, and I think it's a, uh, I could ramble about this, but I think in, in some places, this isn't to criticize, but it's a lost art. Uh, and we've maybe lost what our uh, our mission is, and congregations are not growing. They're not reaching out uh, to people in the community, mm -hmm. and, and I'm not saying that they don't want to. Maybe some of it is. They just don't know how. Mm -hmm. So um, teaching others to teach, you know, that, that's such a, uh, a critical part uh, of, uh, I remember what Paul told Timothy uh, in 2 Timothy 2.2 to uh, commit these things to faithful men who will be able to teach others also mm -hmm. and so we're, we're going to try to focus on that so to start out here benjamin uh with what you what you've done or what you're currently doing uh let, let's start with it how are you reaching people in the community okay uh well yeah i think that's uh something very important for all of us to uh, to be thinking about and just a couple of things that we're doing here. One of the one of the great blessings that we have here at the, the West Main Church is that we have a lot of uh, visitors that, uh, that that come to our assembly uh, on the first day of the week. And so, uh, one of the big things that we're trying to do, we're trying to um, capture them, if you want to describe it in that manner. So we have something called the five minute rule, where after services are over. It's great that brethren really want to talk to one another, and we'll, we'll hang out at the building. I'm sure it's the same where you attend for, you know, 30, 40 minutes sometimes. And, uh, but we really try to emphasize those first five minutes, look around, look for those visitors, and, and make sure that we're welcoming them. Hopefully, we already did that when they walked in. Uh, but let's reach out to them, and uh, let's see, you know, if they're interested in a Bible study. So uh, there's a brother I know, uh, Wesley Pollard in uh, Beaumont, Texas. He's one of the elders there at Dallin Road. And, um, and I've shared this with you, but I'll share it again. You know, he talks about, um, you know, visitors who are coming to our services. That's like uh, fish jumping in the boat. Uh, you know, they're already interested. They're already there. And so we need to, number one, uh, reach out to them. Uh, a second thing that we're doing, we have – 
simple invitation cards um, where we really try to impress upon the members to look to invite people to either a Bible study, maybe at your home, or on Wednesday nights or on Sundays, whatever the case may be. And something as simple as an invitation card really goes a long way. And so one of the things that I try to do, I'll try to get a certain amount out each month. And we have these also in the foyer. So we really try to push our members, encourage them to invite people. And so that really is just something that all of us can do uh, in the community. And all of us are in different areas of the community. So, you know, whether you're getting gas or going to Walmart or someone in the neighborhood, that's something really simple that we're all trying to do. And so that's something else that we're doing uh, within the community as well. Uh, recently, we have begun doing more meetup Bible studies. So one of our elders and his wife started a uh, meetup in Louisville, uh, which has actually worked out really well. So they meet on Tuesday nights at a Panera Bread, and uh, they're going through, they've already gone through the Gospel of Luke. Now they're going through uh, the Book of Acts. And so um, I've been able to sit in and be a part of that. And it's been really good just where you have people from the community uh, coming out to that. So it's just another opportunity to plant seeds. Uh, we have a big uh, university here, UNT, University of North Texas in Denton, and I've started a meetup study there as well. And so that's an opportunity. The coronavirus and everything that's taken place um, has kind of delayed that. But those are just some simple things that we all can do. I've also have had some opportunities from members. We have a, a sister uh, who lives at a, um, uh, like in a retirement type apartment. And uh, she started, I think, a number of years ago, a Bible study, just uh, how to read the Bible. So when I got here, she shared that with me, and I was really excited just to see that. So once a month, I get to go in there, and uh, I get to sit down with uh, um, a bunch of the people that live there. And sometimes that can be between six or nine people at a time. And uh, what we started calling it was uh, putting the preacher on the hot seat. So, uh, you know, I, I'd go in there and they could ask me any Bible question that they have. Now what we're doing, we're, um, they're going through different books of the Bible. So I will go and kind of give a review or give a summary or talk about a particular text. Um, and sometimes I take in some of my sermon outlines and uh, just kind of walk them through some of those sermons. So that's where I've gotten my Bible studies through people in uh, just coming to visit. Uh, that's where I've gotten a lot of my Bible studies here as well. And that's really been a pattern um, with, since I've been preaching full-time for about 11 years, um, getting those Bible studies from other people. And the more we can do that, the more reach we'll actually have. Oh, I, I agree with that. Uh, we, uh, uh, to me, that's part of the equipping of the members uh, and mm -hmm. help them to understand uh, uh, what a serious uh, role that they have, what a great opportunity they have. Even if they don't feel comfortable at this point of doing a study, they could help introduce their friends to you, right? Mm -hmm. and, and then you could go in with them perhaps and, and have an opportunity to do a study. Yeah. Uh, you know, uh, so let, I'll put you on the spot here, not on the spot. Let's say I visited uh, and uh, I'm not a Christian and mm -hmm. somebody invited me to come to West Maine and there I am and, and you're face to face with me there. Uh, in that five in that five minute or five minute rule, and you're going and you're going to uh, obviously I'm interested in spiritual things or I wouldn't be there, right? Mm -hmm. So how would you ask me for a study? Well, uh, it, it's pretty simple. Uh, one of my models is uh, it's not rocket science, and um, you know the wait, first. Wait, 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 wait. <laughs> nice little segue, huh? <laughs> like, 
thought that was it. Yeah. So yeah. What, what is it? What is it? Yeah, there you go. It's not rocket science. It's simple ways to reach the loss. And in that, that's a workbook that I taught last year. And uh, our theme last year was arise and build. And so for a quarter, we talked about evangelism. So that was really, that workbook is really like a how to kind of workbook. And yeah. uh, one of our elders, um, uh, Stephen Estes, uh, helped me out with a lot of that. A lot of that is his material in there, a big section of the how-to. But uh, but if a visitor comes or when they come, there's a couple of thoughts that we try, a couple of things that I try to do and, and other people do too. Number one, I'm really uh, impressed with our members because we've heard this from from visitors and you know just how welcome they have, they have felt when they walk in. So when someone walks in that we don't know, first we just want to greet them. We want to smile we want to shake their hand we want to introduce ourselves to them uh, something as basic as that can really have a lasting impact uh, and really you could say it goes all the way back or goes into the parking lot so you know if you see someone walking in you don't know who they are you know you pause and i'll go over there and say hello so that's one simple thing that i've done another thing that i've done as well um, i've sat with some of our visitors uh, sometimes it's really intimidating going into a building where you don't know anybody and Absolutely. so I, I've sat with them or I walked with them. It was funny. A couple of weeks ago, um, our services begin at 9 a.m. And I, I noticed this woman from the pulpit. She was on the right-hand side. And afterwards, after the service was over, she came up to me. And um, her name is uh, Carrie. And she said, you know, I used to work with you with when, I, uh, when you were with Pfizer. So I left Pfizer in 2009. And, I, you know, I, it took me a little while. To kind of remember who she was we weren't on the same team but we we're i don't know maybe in the same division so you know i found out i believe she talked to a, another colleague of mine at that time and she lives in flower mound which is like 10 or 15 minutes from Louisville. so she found she found us at west main and attended services so we ended up talking probably we have like a 10 minute break from that first worship to our bible class so we talked for about maybe 15 minutes and I just kind of shared with her, you know, um, some things that we do there. Uh, if she was interested in studying, her and her family were looking for a congregation. So, you know, it just led into a conversation. So um, she stayed for Bible class. So she walked in with me. Um, we sat down in the Bible class. And so that's something that I've done before where I want to take that time, you know, to really get to know that person. The other thing that I'll do, I will ask, you know, are you interested in studying? Um, are you interested in, in learning more? So I have, a, I have a workbook called uh, Getting to Know Jesus, where I just walk people through uh, one of the Gospels, uh, Matthew, Mark, Luke, or John. Um, and um, there was a young woman, and I think she started visiting in, the, in January of 2019. So her boyfriend was a member of, of a church in uh, the Dallas area, and she lives in Louisville. So she came to services. One of our deacons introduced himself, and then he introduced me to her. And, uh, and so we talked for about five minutes, uh, the three of us, and she said that she was interested in a Bible study. So I said, okay, great, let's study. So we ended up studying for about six months, uh, and then she obeyed the gospel, um, and her mom uh, came to the baptism. So I believe she was baptized like on a Saturday morning. So her mom right. came to the baptism. So um, I said, man, I, I got to say something to her mom. She's here, right? right? So uh, I believe it was either that Saturday or that Sunday, her mom came to services. And so I followed up with her and I said, well, are you ready? Uh, are you ready to study? <laughs> and she said, yes. 
So we set up a Bible study with her and, um, and probably three, four months later, she was baptized into Christ. So uh, the day of this recording here, I have a study with them at one o'clock uh, via, via Zoom. And uh, so we've just, we've just kept on studying. So uh, th- those are just some simple things that I will do uh, when people come into the building. One, uh, go after them. Uh, don't scare them away by running after them, but go after them. Uh, you know, smile, say hello, uh, give them your name. And uh, ask them, and I like to know this too, <clears throat> you know, how do people hear about us? Where do they find us? So some of us, some of them have just, they, they typed in Church of Christ or they typed in a church um, and we've done some marketing. Uh, so our, you know, West Main is popping up towards the top of the list a lot of times. But um, I've had people who have said that they have listened to some of our sermons online. And I think that's an important element as well when it comes to evangelism now. Uh, and that gave them an opportunity to kind of see who we are. And then they, then they showed up. Uh, we just had this woman um, show up a couple of weeks ago. She's been away from the Lord a very long time. Um, she's a Christian and she, she needed to, to obviously, you know, get right and do some things differently. And um, when the elders sat down and talked to her, they found out that um, she had been listening to some of the sermons online and that kind of had an influence upon her as well. So it's really just about, just, um, you know, treating people the way you want to be treated. Imagine if you're traveling and you're visiting a congregation, what do you want to experience? You want people who are going to be nice, people who are going to tell you where the restroom is, where the Bible class is, uh, what's going to happen with worship services, uh, people who are interested in, in studying. And so that's basically what we do. Just some sad stories of people traveling and visiting congregations and go in and where nobody says anything to them yeah. or, or somebody looks at them and maybe they're not dressed right or they don't just yeah. something, that, you know, and, uh, and, and sometimes people, they don't realize what they're doing. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, so, yeah, the, the importance of whole, we could have a whole series on, <laughs> on how to meet and greet, right. When people come yeah. in. Yeah. So, one of the most basic things for all of us to do, and I really try to encourage churches to do this as well, is to have some kind of tool for their for the members, whether it's an invite card. Um, we're putting together a little um, uh, brochure that has some questions that we can hand to people so they can think about some things even after they leave. And that's another way to kind of follow up. We do really well with uh, getting their visitor, getting the visitor information. And then yeah. following up, that's something very critical to do as oh, well. So those are just some simple things that we all can do. Yeah, the follow-up. I mean, there's so many things here, but follow-up is, uh, I'm afraid a lot of places what happens, we get, we get the visitor's card or the connection card filled out, and then nobody does anything with it. And, uh, and so uh, another skill set. You know, that whole thing about being equipped that Paul talked about in Ephesians, we, we all need to be, and maybe this series of interviews like this can help us. I, I've got a question for you. If I wanted to reach out to Benjamin Lee, is that permissible? And how would I do that? <laughs> it absolutely is. Uh, so my email address is uh, Lee Ben Jam. So that's L E E B E N J A M at gmail.com. You can actually find that workbook. It's not rocket science. And my other workbook, um, Getting to Know Jesus, Benjamin Lee that blog. Uh, and I have a series of blogs dealing with uh, faith, family, fitness, and food. And then I um, also have a podcast. So these are just some resources. The podcast is 
uh, I can do with Benjamin Lee. And so that's more of a motivational type podcast, but feel free to give me an email. Um, the church website is westmainchurchofchrist.org, and you can send me an email uh, as well there. So there's a number of ways where, where people can reach out to me. Great, great. So here's what we're going to try to do with these is to close every uh, episode with uh, one thing. Okay. All right. Just in this last last little bit here, uh, what would be one thing that you could, if I'm a preacher or I'm an elder or deacon, a member, and I want to try to learn how to do this, I want to learn how to lead others to Christ, what would be one thing that you could suggest to me? One thing that I would suggest, that's a, that's a great question. That's always hard with, uh, with one thing. I would really suggest um, the kind of heart or disposition. And I would just really ask, have everybody ask themselves, uh, do you care? Uh, do we care when it comes to those who are lost? Uh, and I think the answer most people will say is, yes, I care. But we need to really take it a step further. How much do we care? And so when we really get down, get down to it, when we ask ourselves, how much do we care? You know, that's going to help us with what Jesus talked about in John chapter 4, um, we need two types of people. We need sowers. We need reapers. There's great joy in this work. And I would just conclude with a story here of a woman named Karen. Uh, her son came to Down Road uh, a number of years ago. Uh, his mom, Karen, uh, was dying of cancer, and he wanted one of us to reach out to her. So Karen um, allowed us to talk to her. Uh, myself, uh, some other uh, brothers and sisters reached out to her. And one day she decided that she needed to obey the gospel. Uh, and it took probably about 45 minutes for her to get her upstairs, for the sisters to change her, the clothes. They saw her tumors all over her body, for us to carefully baptize her, and then to do that all over again, to take her all the way back down the steps. Um, and, uh, and with the strength that she had, she came to services as much as she could. Uh, and then she passed away a few months later. But her son cared, and he cared so much that he was willing to, to talk to, to any and everybody. And that's the mindset that we have to have. That's the kind of heart that we have to have. And when we do have that care and concern and passion, we're gonna help, that's going to help us to overcome any fears or worries about what people are going to say when we invite them and talk to them. And so I just believe it really starts with the mindset of we have been saved uh, by the blood of Jesus Christ. Uh, let's go out and save some other people too. So uh, that's one big thing. And I think something else, I know we're about out of time, I would just say is um, talk to and invite five people every month. Uh, make it a goal, make it a mission to invite five people, whether it's the services, the Bible classes, or a Bible study in your home. And the more you do that, they may not show up, that's okay. You're, you're just getting over that fear and you're getting out of that comfort zone. And the more you do that, uh, eventually great things will happen. Well, that's great. Uh, really is. And I thank those of you that are uh, watching or listening to this. You can see why I invited Benjamin Lee to come on here. Uh, just a very sharp uh, young man and has a, he does have a heart on fire for reaching others. And uh, several things there that we can learn from him. And, and like, you know, he's willing to let you reach out to him. And I know he would love to talk to you. Uh, but so this is our first episode, and there, there's others coming, and uh, it may be some of you know of individuals that we need to interview, to, to talk to, and uh, 
we would love to have you reach out to us uh, so uh, that we can get to, I know I've asked Benjamin, who does he know, right? Uh, yeah, that's our, our focus here is always uh, leading others to Christ. Uh, and so, again, thank you so much for coming, and we'll be uh, talking to you soon. Thanks again, Brother Lee. Thank you. I appreciate it. And few there are who pray. Melt my heart and fill my life. Give me one soul today.